Who holds the record in home runs? Ah, that's a cinch. We can do without the gratuitous comments. Yes, sir. The answer. Roger Maris, but Babe Ruth still holds the record of 60 for 154 games. Maris hit 61, but he played in more games. Why is that? Extra teams were added to the major leagues, and so the season was lengthened. Mm. Kilroy was here. <laughs> you mean everywhere. Became popular in the Second World War. Scrawled on anything by the G.I.s. A, a measure of ebulliency. The last sentence, out of character. Oh, yeah. Sorry, sir. Well, a, a way of telling the whole world how good we are. That is better. Let me see. Uh, oh, time is up. Uh-huh. Now that your four years of training is at an end... And I've passed? I will award you a passing grade. You are a good pupil. Thank you, sir. Until your mission in the United States is successfully completed, you will not hear yourself addressed by your given name, Sergei Kutkov. From this moment on, it is Charles. Chuck. Chuck Collins. As it is said, Chuck Collins, the all-American boy. Theater 5 presents Don't Call Me, I'll Call You. couldn't complain about the past four years. The best chow in the country, a private room, good clothes, and even my own bathroom. I knew that if I kept my head, I could pass for a native son anywhere in the States in my Ivy League clothes. Oh, no kidding, I'm serious. Not imitation, but imported with the labels and everything. <laughs> I don't think I could have been more American. I even thought like a guy born in the States. And my heart belonged to Daddy, all right. But not to Uncle Sam. I didn't figure that it'd be Collins more than... Collins reported once. Collins reported yeah, once. Yeah, this had to be it. America, here I come. And you'll never be the same when I get through. It is all here. Diplomas from elementary and high school. A degree in science, cum laude, from one of the outstanding universities in the United States. Also a master's degree and a doctorate in astrophysics. Be reassured. The documents may be false... But you are as well qualified in your field as anyone. I feel confident, sir. Your contact's name is Philip Dawson. Other instructions are enclosed. Memorize and destroy. You will report at 2300 hours to this airdrome. Here, two days hence. Uh, sir, the, uh, the field is on a direct line with my home. So? Well, as you know, Stepan Ivanovich, my father died last year, and I thought that... You wish to see your mother. Yes, sir. You know the consequences if you do not appear at 2,300 hours for the flight. I'm fully aware. Not one word of your mission or work. Certainly not. Any unusual act on your part to be reported at once? Yes, sir. Any break in normal routine. Then you may stop over. Good luck. Thank you, sir. Well, the old lady was all over me, stuffing me like I hadn't eaten since I was born. The neighbors came in, talked about my father, and all that jazz made me wonder whether I shouldn't have gone straight to the airfield after all. But the old lady had stars in her eyes, so I guess it was worth it. Everything went like routine. Oh, yeah, one of my teeth gave me a little trouble, but I went to the local dentist, and he filled a small cavity. I mean, what's a toothache? Just a routine pain, or par for the course, as I was taught to say. Then it was off to the States to contact my contact. Look, Chuck, let's get one thing straight right at the start. 
I'm running this operation. A man who said you're not. Then don't be so cocky. Look, impatient is the word. I've been sitting around for two weeks. Easy now. Well, why so long? I applied for the job the day I got here. You're being checked out. Oh, look, you're supposed to be the guy with the big connections. Why don't you use them? You know we're under a deadline. Space Designs is a big company. When they're big, they move slow. But you've got the qualifications. Now, my contact and personnel tells me you're as good as in. All right, Phil, I'll cool it. Hey, 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 watch the language. You are a scientist, remember? Go easy on the beat talk. You see what happens when I watch television? I got to admit, though, the girls on the tube over here are all right. Are you still working on memory problems? Yeah, it's no problem. If you get a chance to see the model or the blueprint, you'll have to get it absolutely right. Look, man, memory retention is probably the reason I got this job. But wouldn't it be easier with a camera anyway, like in a cigarette lighter or a cuff link? We had some... At no, you... repeat. No. You sound like a news machine. I don't care what you've been taught. Normal procedures won't get you any place at Space Designs except into a jail cell. The entire plant is covered by spy cameras. I've told you that until I'm hoarse. Well, I can't watch everybody. Maybe not. But how do you know they're not looking down your throat? It's your memory or nothing. All right, all right. I'll be good. Don't you think I can... Yes? Maid service. Come in. May I clean up now, sir? Well, uh, in a little while. We'll be going out. Yes, sir. I'll come back. Okay. The color of her eyes. Quick. Hmm? Observe, man. What color were her eyes? How do I know? Hazel. Notice any distinguishing facial characteristics? Of course you didn't. Well, she has a mole on the left earlobe and the prettiest little strawberry mark on her neck near the clavicle. I'd say about, ah, uh, well, one millimeter in diameter. And her slip was blue. You notice the strap peeking out under her dress? The cheap little necklace was imitation you Turkish. You saw all that in a few seconds? Yeah, and a lot more. Would you like me to go on for a bit? I'm convinced. <laughs> Who needs a camera? I'm a camera. Click, click, there's the picture. Developed immediately. Well, how's it going, Chuck? Oh, not bad. Mm, that all? Well, Harry, how would you like to be stuck with this junk? Well, you have to crawl before you can walk. I'm a Ph.D., or did everyone forget? You're overpaying me to do what any 75-buck-a-week draftsman can turn out with his eyes closed. Well, what'd you expect? That after 10 days, I'd ask you for a method to utilize magnetic forces for propulsion? Oh, it's a challenging proposition. <laughs> Doesn't anything phase you, Chuck? Yeah, boredom. Yeah, you're all right. I like to see spirit. How about doing something, then? It's done. You mean it? Beginning Monday, we'll see what you can do on a recirculation device for our two-man capsules. In the meantime, crawl a few days more. Harry, I'll do it for you. I do anything, anything you want. All right. How about coming over to the house for dinner? I don't want to embarrass you, Charles. Oh, but... uh, Chuck, Chuck, please call me Chuck. <laughs> <laughs> well, from what I hear from the master of this house, you are the golden boy of space design. Now, now, Harry just says that because it's true. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously, Phyllis, this kid is amazing. Uh, you know what I think about the genius types they're turning out these days. Well, this is the first one I've met who can do more than talk theory. Uh, Miss Clark, could you pass the gravy, please? Oh, there uh, you are. Hey, tell me something. Did you really make this? I mean, it's fantastic. Oh, well, 
Harry, you've got to bring him here more often. Mm. He's making me feel like I'm needed. You mean he doesn't extol your culinary virtues to the world? Oh, Mrs. Clark. <laughs> Phyllis. Phyllis, I know a fine divorce lawyer, reasonable rates. Then you and I can go make beautiful music together, and I'll build you a kitchen worthy of your talent. For that, you are demoted to draftsmanship tomorrow. Uh-oh. Phyllis, I give you up, regretfully, of course. <laughs> I understand. Oh, but you must come for dinner Wednesday night. Uh, lasagna. I'm yours, body and soul. Oh, did you hear that, Harry? Ah, Chuck's in the wrong profession. He's moonlighting in public relations. <laughs> oh, Harry, why don't you say things like that? Even if you don't mean it. My engineering training didn't include charm school. Yeah, they were lapping it up, but at this rate I was going nowhere real fast. All this would lead to new friends, dinners, maybe the country club occasionally, and that's great, that's great. But in my business, they pay off on results. And when you don't get them, there's a different kind of payment. I had to find an opening. Where'd Miss Clark go, Harry? Phyllis, oh, doing the dishes. Oh, well, I ought to lend a hand. Ah, oh, she's just stacking them in the dishwasher. Uh, that's different. Chuck, you've got a future with space design. Keep it up, and there's no telling where you'll go with us. Oh, like a rocket, huh? Zoom! That's the way to go. First class. Mm -mm. A little too slow. Slow? 25,000 miles an hour? Like the right-hand lane on a turnpike. It'll take us a lifetime to get to the nearest star. Maybe not. You forget the ion engine. Extra power. Oh, come on. You might just as well carry some firecrackers on board. We got to move up to where we can push a ship thousands of miles a second. Well, it may be done sooner than you think. I won't hold my breath waiting. Seriously. Honest engine. Cross my heart. How? Sorry. Oh, now what's with this sorry? Classified. Oh. Very tight. Yeah, I understand. Well, uh... Would you like to see if you can beat the old master at chess? Yeah, whatever you say. Uh, Harry. Yes? You won't think I'm a kook if I tell you something personal. Did you think I would? Look, I've never begged for anything in my life, but I'd give my right arm to get in on the research. Look, even when I was a kid and I went up for the first time in a plane, I remember thinking it was okay, but why so slow? Why so slow? The ground was hardly moving below us. When I told my father, I think he got mad for spending the money on a kid who wasn't grateful. And now you say we've got the propulsion. I didn't say it. Exactly. Soon, you said. Oh, uh, we'll, we'll let her go at that. But look, it's the breakthrough. Here's old Chuck on the sidelines. Can't I get into the game, Harry? I mean, you know my academic record on theories of magnetic propulsion. Mm-mm, uh -uh, not magnetic. Well, it has to be some form. Well, why couldn't it be a radical improvement on the ion principle? Ah, now you're putting me on. The limitation of ion ejection efficiency is set by physical laws. What you have, you've got. No more, no less. Come on, let's play chess. I'll let you move first. Conversation finished. Huh? The end. Well, I, uh... I ought to say goodnight. Oh, it's early. We have hours yet. Besides, you have nothing else to do. Well, I have some reading to catch up on. <laughs> You're pouting, Chuck. Am I? Look, I'll tell you what I'll do. This whole thing is under the tightest security wraps I've ever seen. 
Only three of us handle the entire project. Yeah, and even if I am on the same team, you better clam up. I understand. I'm revealing nothing when I say that I'll recommend you as my standby in case I should be sick or something takes me out of town when there's another think session. In the meantime, you bone up on advanced ion propulsion. There's a lot of stuff in the library. How's that? It's great. Uh, how can I thank you, Harry? Easy. Lose to me at chess. Uh, tell you a secret. I'm so bad at this game that even Phyllis can beat me. <laughs> come in, come in. Come on, quickly. All right. I'm here. So? Well, you are looking at the new alternate for Harry Clark. Good. Well, is that all you can say? Congratulations. Ah, you're a fool. Now, wait a second. Listen, I don't intend to be an alternate in name only. This is Tuesday. A think session on the propulsion unit is set for Friday. Now, listen. Harry is driving up to Elkton the day before. That's Thursday. He's due back Friday morning in time for the meeting. Only he's not going to get back, you see? You don't mean... You don't mean that you... Oh, no, come on, what are you stuttering about? We can't go around killing no, what, people. What, you know, what do you think this is? A, a James Bond movie? Who said anything about knocking him off? I said he's driving. When he gets to Elkton, he'll stop at the Lamplighter Motel. Late Thursday night, something happens to his car. Only he won't know about it till the next morning when he gets ready to drive back here. By the time he has the car fixed, the meeting will be over. I'll have the information we need, and I can prepare it for transmission. Clever. I like it. Uh, Phil, use a light touch, will you? You know, the distributor, a generator... Leave it to me. I'll guarantee his car won't start, and that the repair job will take at least a full day. Good. And I'll see you when? Friday night, right here in my room, about, uh, well, say 8 o'clock. I'll have dinner first. I mean, it's got to be a normal day in every respect. Now, how do you know you'll get a peek at the device? <laughs> I'll get better than a peek, Phil. Harry told me that all sections are projected on a screen, blown up real big. Isn't that nice? <laughs> You know what time it is. About 2 a.m. Sorry, but I just got word. Oh, you want a medal? Anything wrong? You sound funny. I had a toothache. Could be nerves. Nerves? I haven't got any. Oh, this tooth's killing me. I'm seeing the dentist tomorrow. Uh, later today, I mean. But it's Friday. Oh, good for you. Oh, get smart. The dentist at the plant. We have our own. Don't forget, you've got an I haven't forgotten. I'm seeing him right afterwards. What time is the meeting? Oh, 11 to about 12. Dentist gets in at noon. Why not come home after you get the tooth fixed? It's a good excuse. Break with procedure. Negative. All right. You know best. Yeah, I always come through. I'm the all-American boy. really crawled. A couple of pills kept my tooth under control. Almost ten o'clock. No Harry Clark, but no word from him either. Harry was pretty good with cars. What if... Uh... Chuck, pick up a 3-0. Okay, I got it. 
Hello, Collins. Yes, sir. Oh, is that so? Ignition trouble, huh? Oh, of course, I'll, I'll fill in for him. Yes, thank you, sir. Yes, yes, I know. Eleven sharp. Good old Harry was stuck in Elkton. Everything was set. Pick up again, Chuck. Yeah. Hello, Collins. Chuck. What are you doing? We've got to talk. Are you crazy? You know you shouldn't it's call important. me here. Now you listen to me. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, thank you, sir. Yes, yes. I'll take care of that. Goodbye. Accounting disallow a cab fare? Huh? What? Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's something like that. That's only money. Easy come, easy go. <laughs> Dawson, that crazy fool calling me on an open line here in the plant. Where'd he get his training? He ought to know that it's forbidden, absolutely. I see. Only 45 minutes more. Here we go again, Chuck. How popular can you get? Oh, thanks. Uh, hello, Collins. Call me back. Outside phone. Information just received. Oh. Hey, take it easy on that instrument. Sorry. Same predator? Uh, no, the sheriff. Rocks are rocks. <laughs> Dawson must have flipped. The nearest payphone was outside, at least three blocks away. What would it look like if I left now and I should be boning up for the think session? Nah, let him stew. A few more minutes, I could start walking toward the wing where the meeting would be held. Oh, no. Again, a phone call. Hello, Collins. Chuck, please. Now, look, I told you before. Don't call me. I'll call you. The dentist, don't. He must have got the message. That was the last call I received before the meeting. And the meeting went off just fine. Yeah, it was extra good. The slides were in color, precisely marked, and before the hour was up, I had it all down. I had it printed in my head like a piece of film. The meeting broke up, and it was time to see the dentist. So you're Collins, eh? Yes, sir. I heard a lot about you. You'd be surprised how all the scuttlebutt finds its way into this office. Ah. Uh-huh. 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 Here's a little troublemaker. Ah. <laughs> Didn't even have to use the x-ray. You know where to look, you find them every time. Uh-huh. Now, have you fixed in a jiffy? Practically painless, except you have to listen to me. Well, that's a pleasure, Don. That's the attitude. Now, you have a good set of teeth there. Come see me often and keep the drill away. I'll be right back. My nurse is out today. Isaac, take your time, Doc. Take your time. It's a comfortable chair. I closed my eyes and click. I could see the slides again, measurements, proportions, equations, in glowing true-to-life color, every word etched clearly. Before the day was over, every bit of it would be on its way. Well, and... here we go. Oh, uh, there's a call for you, Collins. Uh-huh. Why don't you take it right here? Then we'll carve that tooth so Mount Rushmore will be jealous. <laughs> I mean, Collins, uh, when you pick up that receiver... I think you ought to be aware of these two gentlemen standing behind this chair with pretty guns in their hands. What? <laughs> hey, what is this, uh, April Fool's Day in July? No joke. Just answer that phone so we can trace whoever's on the other end. Careful now. Hello, Collins. I hope I'm in time. All the time in the world. Stay away from that dentist. That's what I tried to tell you before. You're on a bit of a spot, Chuck. You didn't report a violation of established routine before you left the front office. I just got word about it, and they're pretty sore. Oh, I'm listening. Remember you visited a local dentist before you left? I remember. Is it okay to talk? I mean, you sound a little strange. <laughs> Say anything you like. Good. Well, that dentist filled your tooth. 
tooth with stainless steel. Oh, stainless steel. It's a debt giveaway. In the States, they don't use stainless steel for fillings. You follow me? Yeah, I follow. <laughs> hey, what's so funny? <laughs> Chuck Collins, the all-American boy. Except for one tooth. Theater 5 has presented Don't Call Me, I'll Call You. Written by Saul Panitz, produced and directed by Warren Somerville. In the cast... George Petrie, William Redfield, Ralph Camargo, Bryna Rayburn, and Bernie Grant. Audio engineer, Marty Folia. Sound technician, Ed Blaney. Script editor, Jack C. Wilson. Original music by Alexander Vlastatsenko. Orchestra under the direction of Glenn Osser. Executive producer for Theater 5, Ted Bell. We invite your comments. Write to Theater 5, New York 23, New York. That's Theater 5, New York 23, New York. This is Fred Foy speaking. This has been an ABC Radio Network production.